This podcast was proudly brought to you by the Institute of Directors with support from the Advanced Directors course. Kia ora, I'm Stephen Moe, and we're back again for another season of Board Matters. This time, we're taking a closer look at the diverse perspectives of directors from around the country, getting an insight into their sectors to find out why governance and the decision-making process is important and what it looks like when it's done well. In this episode, we'll hear from Glenn Moyer. Um, My sector is the forest industry, and uh, I actually have had a passion for this industry since, since being a child. I was brought up in South Westland and always thought I would get into forestry, even, even as a young boy. Uh, it was later in life that I learned from my parents. Actually, I was conceived under a pine tree in Henma, so um, <laughs> so I did start very early with my passion. <laughs> were you out of a city, or were you in the country itself? Or? Brought up in, in Franz Joseph in South Westland, where back then, really the industries that were um, predominant were, were mining, um, the forest industry with native harvesting and farming. So uh, it was sort of before tourism got going. Is governance something that maybe wasn't on your radar when you began your career, but it's kind of become increasingly important? Not at all. Early on, we formed in uh, my first forestry business in 1992 after two tertiary qualifications in forestry and business. And it was really about setting up a small company and just cutting the next deal to make sure that we could keep that business going. As it grew, the wheels began to fall off. We, we started um, setting up nationally around the country in different areas. We had to have a clear distinction there between what was on-the-ground management and what was governance. And really, that's only been the sort of last 10 to 12 years that we've achieved that. And do you remember then, when when did governance first come on your radar as a, as a concept or a thing? I actually went to a small seminar that was done by Ingemar Derricks in, um, here in, in Christchurch. And it was on negotiation skills and it was been it had been hosted by the IOD here. And really that got me going at that time. Tell us a little bit about your sector. What are some unique aspects of governance when we're looking through it, the forestry lens? The forestry sector's had a, a really checkered history. The New Zealand Forest Service was formed in 1919 by, by the government then. It was really responsible for all of the growth of forests and also any processing that was happening on shore. Uh, that blew to bits in the mid to mid 1980s when it was privatised, and there was a lot of offshore investment came into both both areas of the industry, and it, it made some huge changes. And, and then that compounded with um, quite a large planting boom throughout the 1990s on farms. And now 40% of our estate is actually held in private hands huge change in ownership. And, and that diverse ownership has created a, a myriad of issues when it comes to uh, governance. We've had some really good wins. Uh, we used to be known as a sector for um, a really poor health and safety record. After 2013, where we'd had 14 fatalities in the in the industry, formed up our own code of practice and, and put a lot of emphasis back on stakeholders within the industry to try and drive that safety culture. And now, you know, other industries are looking at, at our journey and trying to model it. So it's, I, I called it cooperation, where a lot of competitors cooperate in a, in a certain area. And that's definitely been a real success for us. We're still having injuries and some fatalities through our industry, but um, 
a hell of a lot better than where we were 15 years ago, that's for sure. Obviously, many businesses are focused on you know a quarterly profit report or how many widgets did we produce in this particular month. Whereas in yeah. my mind, when I'm thinking of forestry, you know, this is a long-term plan that you've got to have. Trees take time to grow. Can you talk a little bit about that aspect? Because I imagine that's something that's a little bit unique as well. It's very unique in that we don't talk about a time frame like that. We talk in rotation lengths. So 25 to 30 years is how we look at it. So as forest owners, uh, we're trying to work out what the market will look like in 25 to 30 years time and and grow our trees accordingly. So it's it's very different to other industries. We make mistakes along the way, but the, the general theme is we're growing much better quality products on the side of our hills now than what we did 30, 40 years ago. And we've got a lot more flexibility about that as well. When you put it that way, you might actually be part of two cycles, right? In, in relation to a particular area over a whole career. Exactly. We've just finished harvesting a forest that I planted when we started the business. So I'm on my second rotation. Just diving a little bit deeper into that point, because one of the things I think with governance is that people do have a too short a vision. And yet you're talking about decades of planning and thinking to the future. Is there anything that you can offer us for other people involved in governance positions, maybe to help us lift our eyes to have that decades long perspective? I think that we've got to constantly have our eyes lifted. Yes, we need to spend some time in the now. The now is very important. Um, and, you know, across a lot of the agri-sector at the moment, we're in a in a real trough at the moment. We've got to have our eyes lifted because those opportunities are just around the corner or they're five years or 10 years down the track. But we need to be able to recognise that early enough and jump on those opportunities. My own business, when the ETS started in 2008, we decided that we'd sign a 15-year contract for fixed prices for carbon credits. And that's been fantastic for us. You know, that's, that's half a rotation. It's enabled investment. Well, it'll definitely change the way I look at forest when I'm seeing it out there, you know, driving along and thinking about that cycle, because yeah, that, that's a much longer vision. Yeah. I think also part of the problem is that people always think about just the growth of forests, whereas there's quite a unique supply chain there right through from the propagation of the seed um, through to selling timber at the other end. And that chain employs 45,000 people nationally and is our third to fourth largest um, export earner. So Glenn, how do you get people out of the focus on the now and thinking about that long-term perspective? Yes, well, we, we're in the now quite often in this business. We're in the commodity business and we've struggled at times, but it's looking down the track, six, 12 months, two years, five years, a full rotation as to where we're going to be and, and staying the course, being true to that purpose that you've developed uh, and refining it further, I think is really important. And it's just that that helps you to be able to step out of the now and look, have that more of a helicopter view on, on where you're going. Board Matters, brought to you by the Institute of Directors with support from the Advanced Directors course. Glenn, when have you seen governance done poorly? Oh, I, I've got a classic example here, and it is my own business. We were too busy in the now trying to cut that next deal, and we decided to put some investment into an area that was completely outside of our expertise. It was involved in the harvest industry, and it was a very expensive mistake. From there, we started to develop the why. The expensive lessons are always the best ones. You tend to learn a lot more. <laughs> and that was a classic and lost big time. So very poor governance. 
Well, I guess that's the ability to learn from things that don't go well. Like that's the hallmark of being able to improve and innovate. And so what was the key lesson there for you? Was it around that purpose and the why? It was exactly around that purpose. At that time, we all we could see was a deal in front of our faces and thinking it was all, all going to work with these rose-tinted glasses. And there was too much that was unknown to us. Because of that, it came unstuck badly. We had to come back and, and focus on our why and also the, the strategies, to our how to achieve that why. We, we developed a, a purpose. We developed strategies around that purpose. We've walked away from a chunk of business that otherwise we, we may have actually entertained the idea of being in. And it's actually served us very, very well over the last sort of 10, 10 years or so. We've actually done quite well as a company or as, as an entity in, in our industry. Also across our industry, I'm seeing more and more work in the governance space where we were trying to work together and we're forming entities to negotiate with different bodies and, and doing things a lot better than what we used to do uh, 20 years ago. So that principle that you took from the good governance side of things, what would be the essence of that or how could other people learn from you? We were an SME we founded a business in 1992 and come through just trying to make deals and, and, and survive through to tomorrow. It took some time after that to sit down and actually work out what your purpose is, what the why, why we do this stuff. The strategies fell into place very easily once we'd sorted our purpose out, best service for best clients. Out of that, you know, we've been able to actually cut out a lot of stuff and potential business that we would have otherwise been in. In terms of owning a business... And being hands on, you know, fully involved, in other words, probably the management side, and then yeah. having that governance. Any advice for people who might be in similar situations? Yeah, we used to have very poor directors' meetings in our company, and they were management meetings, honestly. After some time, we decided, right, because we're still managing some parts of the business, let's have this. Uh, at the end of our, our governance meeting, let's have half an hour on these management decisions that we want to make. So just trying to separate out the two areas and also putting a focus on the governance space because that's what we're there for. If we want to talk about the next deal that we've done, that's all great, but do it at the end of the meeting in a discussion rather than at the start whether we've got to focus on other areas. The struggle that all founders face is that they created a business, so they want to be in it every day. They want to understand every deal that's going on. Whereas the training that I've done through the IOD and the governance journey that I've been on has allowed me to actually step out of that and, and work with my um, hands out but nose in. And have you found that getting people involved in governance who maybe aren't as involved in your business, has that been helpful? It's been really fantastic. You know, we've now got five uh, directors in our main company here. And um, of that, three of us are actively involved in the IRD and had some fantastic learnings out of it. And it's really changed changed the shape of our, our business. And, um, and now we, we actually have four sort of business units that we're focused on, whereas before we would go in any direction that we could try and um, make a dollar. So it sounds like one of the key things that you've learned is that focus is one of the most important roles that governance can play. Yeah, yeah, but it's also focus on, on your purpose. You know, as I said, our, our purpose is best service for best clients. And so part of that best service is being a leader in tech. We've really embraced our tech through here and also in our, our best clients. You know, so we've, one of the best clients is ourselves as we're a forestry investor. So uh, we put ourselves in there, but we've also turned down some business off the back of it as well because 
the fit wasn't quite right. There was a, a difference in values. So we've, we've walked away from some of that stuff. Um, we used to have two directors meetings a year. Now we're having one a month. Yeah, it's been a real change. How about for employees or people who are out there, you know, in the actual work? What what is it shaped for them to have a purpose? It's shaped a lot in that we have four different business units that we work towards that purpose for, and we're able to give better descriptions around what we what we want, and um, and we get better actions back from those management as a result of it, and we've made people accountable. We have a real mantra around here that. We have no problem making a cock up. Just be honest and front up with it as well. And that's been really important for us. And it's been, I've led by example because I've made too many. Um, Glenn, do you have any parting thoughts on governance and maybe what you'd like to encourage other people to think about? Yeah, I, I think especially when I started my journey, I found that through the IOD, a lot of governance, when you went to meetings, was talking with lawyers and accountants. And so, sorry to get you in it here, Stephen, but um, now I'm seeing more and more SME type owners involved in those meetings. And I feel like we're getting a lot more out of it, a lot broader field of knowledge, which is coming through the groups. And everybody is very humble about where they are. And we have no problem admitting to to our faults, which is great. And I think that's pretty important going forward. You know, we need to all continue um, on this path because it's, an, it's a never ending journey. But so long as you have that passion for that journey, it's, it's great fun. That was Glenn Moyer. I'm Stephen Moe, and you've been listening to Season 2 of Board Matters, made by the Institute of Directors, with support from the Advanced Directors course. An immersive three-and-a-half-day course designed for directors tackling complex governance issues and challenges, looking to hone their leadership skills. Board Matters is produced by Sonia Yi. You can find all of the episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and while you're there, we would love for you to share, like, or subscribe. If you'd like to find out more about what governance is, head to iod.org.nz. Kakite and catch you next time.